This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha. This podcast is brought to you by Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo and Phenomenal Foods by Chef Holly, creator of West Indian-inspired seasonings and products. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Proud to be one of the top 20 Caribbean podcasts on the web, as reported by Feedspot. Here's a look at our Caribbean headlines for today. CARICOM urges multinational security support to Haiti. Barbados Prime Minister Motley on first official visit to Venezuela. Antigua and Barbuda progresses towards mobile phone number portability. Food Agriculture Organization and CARICOM launch a virtual course on trade, food security, and nutrition. Grenadian charity reaches within, receives EU-funded grant, and the Bahamas British Colonial to fully reopen for the winter period. These stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, July 10th. We start a report today at CARICOM, where there is a push for multinational security support for Haiti. Jamaica Information Service reports CARICOM member states are calling for global multinational security support with the appropriate jurisdictional mandate aimed at restoring peace and stability in Haiti. Speaking on behalf of CARICOM during the United Nations Security Council meeting on Haiti on Thursday, July 6, Jamaica's Prime Minister, the Most Honorable Andrew Holness, said the regional integration movement is also urging a UN Security Council resolution to this effect as soon as possible. Mr. Holness said it is imperative to move beyond the rhetoric of solidarity with Haiti to implementing strategic and targeted action that will allow the nation to make tangible progress. The Prime Minister said it is critical that the international community remain steadfast in its support to the people of Haiti and cautioned against the notion of Haiti fatigue. To this end, Mr. Holness said it is important to ensure that the mandate of the United Nations Integrated Office in Haiti is not just extended for 12 months, but also that the office is sufficiently equipped to provide robust support to the Haitian National Police Force so that it can combat the rising violence and restore order. In other news, Barbados Prime Minister Motley on first official visit to Venezuela. Barbados Today reports Prime Minister Mir Motley of Barbados arrived in Venezuela for her first official visit on Saturday. Motley and her delegation, which includes the Minister of Foreign Affairs and Foreign Trade, Carrie Simmons, and Ambassador David Comision, received a red carpet welcome led by Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro and other top government officials. According to the Venezuelan Foreign Ministry, the two countries will seek to strengthen relations and increase cooperation in productive areas. The ministry added that both countries recently reviewed joint projects to strengthen their relations in the field of oil and agriculture at talks in Caracas held in June. You're listening to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Next up, Antigua and Barbuda. They're progressing towards mobile number portability. Antiguans and Barbudans are less than a year away from having the ability to move from one mobile network carrier to another without having to change their phone number. 
According to Antigua and Barbuda government, a meeting was held between the three main carriers in the country, INET, Digicel, and Flow, a consulting team, and two officials from Antigua and Barbuda Ministry of Telecommunications. The date on the mobility project has been pushed back until April 2024. The mobile number portability will allow persons to transition from one network to another without the inconvenience of having to inform persons of a change in their mobile number. The Minister of Information for Antigua and Barbuda, Melford Nicholas, told reporters at Friday's post-cabinet media meeting there were several technological adjustments and supply chain issues that needed to be resolved prior to the number portability becoming a reality. In other news, Food Agriculture Organization and CARICOM launch a virtual course on trade, food security, and nutrition. The Caribbean, where Food Agriculture Organization and CARICOM are jointly implementing a virtual course entitled Trade, Food Security, and Nutrition for more than 200 government representatives and professionals directly involved in formulating and implementing agricultural policies and programs in the region. The four-week training course combines online self-paced modules with two live webinars, and its main goal is to analyze the role of trade policy in promoting food and nutrition security to design evidence-based policies. Renetta Clark, a food agriculture organization subregion coordinator for the Caribbean, said, In the three years, 2019 to 2021, 7 million people in the Caribbean, 16% of the population, were undernourished, and 14.6 million suffered severe food insecurity. That's at 33.6%. In his opening remarks, Ambassador David Prendergrass, CARICOM Secretariat Director of Secretarial Programs, underlined that it is urgent to understand the linkages between food systems and healthy diets in the Caribbean and access the critical role of regional trade for food security and nutrition. The course will be active July 26 and is part of the Food Agricultural Organization and CARICOM joint effort in the region to strengthen capacities in agriculture, trade, and other related matters. Currently, the Food Agricultural Organization Regional Office and its Capacity Development Area have 12 free self-paced English courses tailor-made for the Caribbean. And from headquarters in Rome, the organization's e-learning academy offers 95 free self-paced courses on 25 topics. This is Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Grenadian charity Reach Within receives EU-funded grant. Now Grenada reports Reach Within, a Grenadian charity, has received a European Union-supported grant from the Caribbean Policy Development Center aimed at improving outcomes for youth 18 to 24 years who have been a part of the child welfare system and are transitioning to independent living during the time of post-pandemic economic recovery. According to Dr. Karen Lawson, founder of Reach Within, REACH indicates youth leaving the child welfare system face a great risk for low educational attainment, unemployment, homelessness, 
physical and mental health difficulties involving the criminal justice system. The project will provide vital job life skills, training, and engaging the Grenadian business community to support youth internship for this vulnerable sector. The project will culminate in a youth summit in March 2024, where young people can share their voices and insight with the broader civic community, strengthening dialogue around policies for young people aging out of the child welfare system. Since its inception in 1991, the Caribbean Policy Development Center, a registered nonprofit organization headquartered in Barbados, has been an advocate and voice for NGO communities successfully representing the message on the average Caribbean citizen in regional and international policy spaces. Richard Jones, officer in charge at CPDC, noted that the project was one of several aimed at improving the needs of vulnerable communities who are still feeling the impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic. Now here's our final note. The Bahamas British Colonial to fully reopen for the winter period. The Nassau Guardian reports the British Colonial Hotel is now expected to fully open by winter. Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Tourism, Investment and Aviation Chester Cooper said yesterday, adding that New Providence could use the room capacity the opening will allow for. Cooper, who spoke at a media meeting outside of the cabinet, said that the hotel could open in late November or early December. The Hilton removed its brand from the hotel in the first quarter of 2022 in what is called an amicable separation from the British colonial owners. The British colonial hotel remains under renovation. Cooper reiterated that the Bahamas is set to welcome a record 8 million visitors to the Bahamas. While much of that number will be cruise passengers, the country has seen an uptake in stopover visitors and Bahama tourism groups have called for an increase in room capacity for some time. Cooper said tourism is about 30% ahead of where it was in 2019. This podcast is brought to you by Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo and Phenomenal Foods by Chef Holly, creator of West Indian-inspired seasonings and products. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Proud to be one of the top 20 Caribbean podcasts on the web, as reported by Feedspot. I'm Keisha Blyden. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.